Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? Welcome back to the Talk of My Shit podcast with your boy Too Skinny. Um, I don't know how to start this episode because I'm sober. Um, this is the first time I've ever been sober in a long time. We usually take shots, drink beer, drink Trulies, drink White Claws. Like, we're usually buzzing the fuck out around this time on Sundays, bro. Like, for the past... I mean, since we started recording on Sundays, we've been fucked up every fucking Sunday. And then uh, before that, I mean, every fucking Saturday or Friday that we recorded at night, we were, like, mandatory fucked up. Like, we made a fucking night out of it, bro. Like, we'll get fucked up, record the podcast, and keep getting fucked up, bro. So this is officially the first fucking weekend that I'm sober. It's Sunday now, so I think I made it through. Like, I don't think I can relapse now, you know. Now I'm, I'm I'm at that point in my Sunday where you just start thinking about work and how much you fucking hate your life and your boss and like you just fucking want to kill yourself like something i'd be thinking like damn if i killed myself how would i fucking do it you know what i'm saying like obviously i can't hang myself nigga i'll bring the house down fuck is you (laughs) i would definitely not be able to hang myself but like i don't know how the fuck i'd kill myself i probably have to ask tony like let me borrow your strap real quick my nigga i'm gonna Shoot somebody. <laughs> Tony the type of nigga to let me borrow his trap too. He's dumb as fuck. <laughs> um, nah, but anyway, I don't know why I started talking about killing myself. <laughs> killing myself. Nah, um, it's because he's that sober. It's my, like, what was he saying? It's only my third day out here. <laughs> J- January 3rd. It sucks because, like, New Year's Eve landed on Thursday night. New Year's Day was on Friday, so, like, on Friday, we were all fucking hungover as fuck, like, didn't want to do shit, and then, like, Saturday comes around, and it's like, all right, I had a day off, and now I got tomorrow off, so it's mandatory Saturday, you get fucked up, and Tony almost fucking convinced me, he's hitting me up, he's like, bro, like, it don't even really count, like, this is not even really New Year yet, you have to wait until the weekend's over, then you start being sober, and my stupid ass, you know, I start looking at it like that and shit, I'm like, you know what, nigga, you might be right, let's get fucked up this whole week and then gets over on Monday but then I was like nah I feel like inside like my soul and shit like it wouldn't feel right like if I if I if I if I, you know, did that. I mean, I guess it really wouldn't fucking matter because on January, because I mean, I was out New Year's Eve, so I, I ended up celebrating with the homie Gucci and shit. He was sober for 14 months and like off of cocaine and off of everything, bro. Like pills, all that shit, bro. Sober as fuck. He was smoking weed, but I mean, like I'm gonna still smoke weed. I'm high as fuck right now, smoke off the weed and shit. But anyway, so he, he was, uh, he brought in the new year, you know, at 12 a.m. We did a shot and I was, so I did drink technically January 1st because I was still getting fucked up all night and shit, but, uh, but it was, it felt good to bring in the new, the new year with him and, and have him meet his fucking goal. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully that could be me at this time next year. You know what I'm saying? Bringing in the new year, being able to take a shot if I make it through. Like I really people, and I know I talked about this while I was uh pretty fucked up. You know, I know last episode it was kind of all over the place and shit, but I really want to take this shit serious. Like, everything I said, I still stand behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, ten toes and shit. Like, I'm not folding on any of that shit. I'm not be like, oh, no, I said too much, da-da-da. In a way, I did feel like I talked way too much, you know, about that shit. But at the end of the day, it was the truth and shit, you know? So I do want to say thank you to everybody that messaged me saying they were, like, supportive of this whole thing. And, uh... You know what I'm saying? They want to see me do good and shit. That means a lot to me. And then there's also people who are like, ah, oh, you ain't going to do it. Like, you ain't shit. Like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. It's fun and games and jokes and shit. But, I mean, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to prove y'all motherfuckers wrong. And mainly, I want to prove myself wrong and shit, you know? But, um, but uh, yeah. So, we're going to get that shit 
that shit rolling, bro. So we, you know what I'm saying, sober gang. Uh, I'm still pop out though, you know what I'm saying, once in a while. I go, you know, I'm not going to drink, but I'm going to be out there, you know what I'm saying, just scheming on these thoughts, uh, <laughs> cracking day cards and shit. Uh, anyway, I remember one time I made this bitch get alone. <laughs> it was like two years ago, two, three years ago. Uh, I, I was like getting loans and shit left and right because I was like doing hella drugs and shit. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> this one bitch I was fucking with, I, I was like, yo, I think uh, you should go up to Security Finance on Indian Trail. I'm already doing free promo for them niggas and shit. And uh, I was like, you should get a loan and then I'm going to pay it off. And she got it. She got that shit and gave it to me. I just ghosted that bitch. Thing. <laughs> That's so fucked up. But we made amends. You know, we're cool. Yeah, I paid her back and shit. But don't, don't co-sign for it. With another loan? Yeah, with the... <laughs> nigga, my credit fucked up on the streets and on books, nigga. Hell, now niggas won't let me borrow the pencil, nigga. Fuck you talking about? <laughs> I just talking shit. Nah, I fixed my shit. My shit was fucked up, though. But this year and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, low-key, like, that's one of the things I'm happy about, like, fixing my credit. Like, this the past year, 2020, was a fucking, like, it was a fucking blur, bro. Like, it happened so fucking fast, like a blink of an eye. It felt so eternal, but at the same time, you look back like, holy fuck, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck did we just live through? And I know that people are like, oh, the new year is just, like, a myth, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just man-made time calendars and shit. But, bro, like, honestly, I think, like, as a society, we need that shit, because so then we could feel, like refresh you know like i feel like we're, we're we're like sheep you know people hate to people be like i'm not a sheep i'm not a sheep like you a sheep bro we all fucking sheep you know living in this fucking world you know on our cell phones and, and you know what i'm saying like we are all sheep so anyway um i feel like um i feel like a fucking um damn y'all know me i just lost my train of thought <laughs> like yeah that nigga oh yeah I thought I was just drunk all the time yeah I'm also I'm retarded 24-7 they don't even matter like if I'm off anything or not I'm gonna forget what I, one thing about me I'm gonna forget what the fuck I'm talking about <laughs> I'm stupid as fuck y'all listen to me every week <laughs> I'm just thinking I'm not fuck with y'all man so heavy man thank y'all man but no anyway so yeah like we need this we need this calendar reset you know what I'm saying like get our ship in order so I feel like I want to send, you know what I'm saying, positive vibes or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying, whole lot of that, uh, to, to everybody, you know, that's want to meet some goals this year. i seen a lot of y'all motherfuckers, uh, a lot of motherfuckers lost weight this year. That shit crazy, because a nigga like me only, like, I only gain weight. I don't lose no weight, you know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers lost weight, I found that bitch, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, <laughs> that motherfucker, that quarantine, it was like just two, it was like Kenji eating habits plus COVID, nigga, like. I was just doubling up on everything, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Doing lines of Oreos and Coke, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? But, uh, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, obviously, we're becoming sober. Um, I'm not going to be hungover on the weekends in the morning no more. So, I'm going to obviously try to wake up early, you know what I'm saying? Get a workout in. Like, I'm trying to fix my life, like, all around type shit, you know? Not just, like, off drinking and, and, and doing shit, dumb shit, you know what I'm saying? Also, like, want to get some balance in my life, you know? Um for those of you guys that don't know, Record Status is the studio where I record out of uh, downtown Aurora. Uh, we are officially open now. Uh, we are taking uh, clients and anybody who is interested in recording here, w please hit me up. Uh, I'll, I'll be. Uh, you can add us on Snapchat at Record Status ENT, short for Entertainment. Record Status ENT on Snapchat. If you have any questions, you can also DM me personally if you got me on Snapchat or any social medias. Hit me up. Uh, any any questions on rates or if you want to come and take a tour of the studio so you can see where you can work out of man hit me up we are uh you know what I'm saying we're trying to build uh uh you know a community and we're trying to build a 
uh, a clientele within the community, you know what I'm saying? So anybody who's, even if you're a beginner or you're established artist, if you want to record here, let me know. If you're a business that uh, wants a commercial made, uh, if you whether you sell a restaurant, you know, or a service, whatever, whatever you do, if you want a commercial social media, you know, with COVID and quarantine, everybody's in the house now. Everybody's online. So if you're looking for marketing, right now is the perfect time to market online because everybody's, all eyes are on social media right now, you know. So we will do commercials. We offer all kinds of promo videos as well as a, uh, music videos for artists and photography. Um, we will be uh, doing, I'll be announcing next week a giveaway that we're going to be doing. is going to be a full package service for one lucky person, basically. And uh, we're going to offer a music video, mixing and mastering, recording, uh, as well as a small photo shoot and promo. So, I mean, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a dope dope package, you know what I'm saying, to give out to somebody. So if you guys want more details, please hit me up. Next next week, again, I'll have more details. But as of right now, uh, make sure to swing by. Uh, check in with me, yo, because, you know, COVID, we're not, we don't have, like, an open door just yet. But uh, we can set up an appointment. You can swing by, check it out, and you can book starting now. So uh, please hit me up, guys, and luck, and hopefully, you know what I'm saying, we hope to see you here soon, man. But anyway, real quick, let's get back into this episode. I just, I, you know, so... Well, that I did a little promo there, but at the same time, it's like focusing on this studio. Like now, I'm back into my like, you know, what I'm saying like that was a little bit of marketing me. Now I'm back into podcast me real quick. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, but yeah, so like doing the studio thing and you know being in here and, and working out, trying to trying to uh, set up appointments and, and trying to get like. Some money flowing here and shit like that. Um, it, I need to be sober for shit like that. You know, I need to get my shit together. I need to be in, get right. You know what I'm saying? In order for this to work out, because I mean, you fucked up off everything or you drunk off everything all the time. That shit cannot work out. So, um, you know, I've been like, I mean, not to be on no corny shit, but I've been reading a lot of shit on social media, like Instagram posts, like you know them fucking corny ones that they be posting, like the pack of wolves, and then it be a quote and shit. <laughs> stupid shit like that or sometimes like the rappers and shit but like sometimes i'm not gonna lie i don't be reposting them because i feel like that's corny but sometimes they do be hitting like like oh shit that's right you know and i feel like i read a few different ones talking about comfort you know like like you can't be comfortable because then you won't be progressing and or you can't be hiding behind things that give you comfort you know i feel like alcohol for me that shit gave me comfort basically kept me from 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 trying to get out of my bubble and it kind of capped me a lot whether it was podcast material or or writing whatever the fuck it was like i i had to get away from that you know my vices and shit and uh and, and i'm excited to see bro because like i know bro like i even just like let me tell you like this like when i be at work high you know off the pen or whatever the fuck i don't really be doing shit at work like i'm i got really bad like i told y'all like and i know motherfuckers be i know y'all people People diagnosed with uh, ADHD hate motherfuckers that don't have it, that they are not diagnosed, hate they have that say they they have it or whatever. Like I got that shit, nigga. I'm not out here making shit up, nigga. Like niggas that got the prescriptions and shit. Like anyway, so when I be getting high, I be I can't focus, bro. So I don't get shit done at work. So sometimes on purpose, I will leave my pen at home, and, and I mean, I, yeah, I will leave it at home, and I'll be sober at work. And I be getting shit done, bro. Like I be focused. Yeah, I be distracted. Sometimes I'll catch myself staring out the window or tapping a pencil on the table or like clapping my hands or just anxiety be fucking ramping up and shit. But then when I get to refocus, I be getting shit done, bro. So I can just imagine what I could do in a whole span of a year without alcohol and shit and, and bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So and I'm not trying to knock because I hate when motherfuckers go sober and try to start talk shit about other people because I felt like it happened to me. I felt like motherfuckers stopped fucking with me, stopped doing what I was doing and they kind of looked down on me like, are oh, you still on some plug shit? Are you still on that? Are you still on this? Which, I mean, that shit, I always hated niggas that do that. Like, don't look down on people because 
you don't know what the fuck they going through, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I always try to do that as well, you know, because like, yeah, coke is not as bad as crack or meth. When you're, you know what I'm saying. But sometimes even when I see a motherfucker on the street, like off, you know what I'm saying, crackhead or whatever, I be feeling bad because I know deep down I'm like, damn, I know that they probably depend on that shit. You know what I'm saying? And it sucks that it had to bring them to this point in their life, you know. But I look at shit different to where before, when I seen a motherfucker on the street, I'd be like, oh, he a bum, like he don't work, he lame. You know what I'm saying? But like I feel like when you deal with that shit personally, you look at that shit different, bro. And uh, you know what I'm saying? So I, I would never look down on somebody. So. So uh, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know what I'm saying, like, um, I mean, like again, once, once again, I forgot what the fuck I was saying. See, them drugs be fucking me up, nigga. But, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm saying, like, uh, don't look at people different, you know what I'm saying, just because you stop doing some shit. I'm going to still do my thing, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and we'll see where it goes and shit, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm excited to see, like I said, what, what the fuck I can accomplish, you know what I'm saying, like, and, and, and go from there, bro. But uh, anyway, let's get into this fucking episode, bro. They uh, started, did you guys get your stimulus check yet or not? You haven't got it? No? Damn. Right. Right, like the H&R Block commercial. I need my money. It's my money and I need it now, bitch. What the fuck you talking about, bro? I'm going to walk into PNC with a mask on and say that. <laughs> nah, shout out PNC. They fired me. Uh, no, nah, they didn't fire me, but they was on my ass, though. I was like, <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about that. <laughs> but um, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, bro, I remember this one time, bro. Nah, I'm not even gonna talk about that. <laughs> nah, I'm not even gonna talk. I can't even talk about that, bro. But uh, anyway, uh, what's it called? Uh, st st anyway, for the people listening, stimulus checks have started rolling out. I've heard a few people got their shit already. The little 600 they sent y'all, man. That's some bullshit, bro. $600? They bogus as fuck. Fuck them $600, bro. Like, $600 ain't no money, bro. Like, at all. Like, that shit, man. I don't know what the fuck y'all gonna do with 600. Like, 600, bro, like, you can't even type get groceries, bro. Like, yeah, if you know how to budget, yeah, you go to Aldi and stretch that shit, right? Maybe it'll last you a few months, right? If, I don't know. How, I mean, niggas like me, I'll, nigga like me, I eat a lot, bro. I'm, I'm gonna spend 600 in two weeks type shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck all that extra shit. And that's, I'm talking about food, nothing else, you know what I'm saying? Like, 600 ain't shit, bro. Like, I've gone grocery shopping, you know what I'm saying, with my family or for the family, you know? Like, when you go to Sam's Club, you load up your cart and shit, like, you're gonna spend a good 200 $250 just on groceries, and you know that shit not gonna last you that long, especially because the kid's not going to school, everybody home, people working less, people are at home more, so you run through the food more. Like, that's just... Fact, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you're not on some fat ass shit, that when there ain't shit to do, you're just like, well, I'm gonna eat. You know what I'm saying? Ain't shit, to, I'm, ain't shit else to do. Now it's cold as fuck. You can't do shit outside because it's cold as dick, boy. It's cold as fuck out there, bro. Like, oh, that should be pissing me the fuck off. It's so fucking cold, bro. Anyway, so yeah, so like, uh, motherfuckers, uh, six hundred dollars, bro. That ain't that ain't going nowhere, bro. Especially if you got a whole family to feed. For those of you guys that don't know it, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody does know. I'm a, I do property managing at a, at an apartment complex, bro. So I, you know, do like their financial shit. I do taking rents, and, and you know, I begin on people's ass who don't be paying rent and shit like that, you know. So right now, I'm, I mean, there is a few people who are behind on rent. You know what I'm saying? And I can't blame them because obviously it's a fucking crisis. Most of them work at restaurants. Most of them work two, three jobs. They do two, three part time jobs. You know, they're waiters or they're cooks, chefs. You know, and like, I mean. 
some people that's all they know their whole life they've been working in the kitchen so it's like when this shit happened and they're affected it's like what else can i do it's hard to just switch careers and switch your whole fucking life up in the matter of a second you know what i'm saying like even even doing simple shit as like cutting grass or or going to a fabrica it's like it's still a big fucking change you know what i'm saying and and not everybody's gonna want to hire you right now it's not a big hiring market you know what i'm saying like yeah depending on some jobs yeah but i'm saying most places are not gonna are not looking to hire big groups of people. So when all the fucking people from the restaurants started running to factories and temp agencies, there was kind of like an overflow in people that they didn't, there wasn't enough work for people, you know? So people, some people are, haven't been hired since. Or some people, as some of you guys may know, like Mexican-American community or just immigrant community, a lot of people don't have real socials. They've been working under a fake name, under a fake social, and maybe they've got cool with their boss to a point where the boss knows and they just keep that shit under their table, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not legal it may not be ethic or ethical or whatever the fuck but i mean motherfuckers gotta eat bro you know what i'm saying and and we do appreciate motherfuckers that do take the risk to hire somebody sometimes it's in a bad way sometimes they do it just so they can pay people shit but sometimes it's a motherfucker trying to help somebody out and they understand the situation so they keep it under the table anyway so this person with no social it's hard for them to go somewhere else and be like oh uh, well can you hire me you can't even get a f <clears throat> at this point in time you can't even get a fucking job at a mcdonald's or a burger king Without having papeles, bro. Like, you gotta be a real fucking... Uh, you gotta be a fucking resident or citizen to fucking work at a BK or McDonald's. That kind of shit is that, bro, you know? So, even to be even to be a fucking Uber driver or Lyft driver, bro. So, it's not like motherfuckers be thinking shit is sweet. Like, oh, just just go do Uber, you know? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Shit is not that sweet, bro. Like, there's hurdles and shit. You know, not everybody got cars and not everybody got cars that... Because, you know, your car gotta get approved by Uber or Lyft to be able to be driving people around and shit. So... Some, most people, most of these people that work in kitchens, you know, um, sometimes don't make the best amount of money. So they're either getting carpooled or the cars they drive are not going to get approved by Uber to drive, even if they could drive for Uber, you know. So there's a lot of fucking shit that comes into play that people don't, people think is just easy, you know what I'm saying? So these $600 is kind of like a slap in the face. It's like, oh, motherfuckers ain't been working since March. Is that is the next year. It's January 2021, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and motherfuckers still ain't working, bro. What I'm supposed to do at my job, go knock on their door, hey, give me the fucking, give me the rent. Well, I know they're not working. What the fuck can I do, bro? You know what I'm saying? And um, and the fucking, um, what's it called? Uh, the fucking, uh, fuck, man. I'd be fucking tweaking the fuck out, bro. I'm t it's in the tip of my tongue, though. But the fucking $600, like, people are going to get the $600 in the fucking, in their mail. What I'm going to go do, collect the rent? Oh, let me get those 600 Because to be honest with you, my one bedroom right now goes for $825 a month, bro. $600 ain't even fucking shit, bro. You can't even, if you're one month behind on rent, those $600 are not even going to help you to cover that one fucking month, bro. That money ain't shit, bro. And they should have done the 2000 2000 that's a weight off people's shoulders, bro. You know what I'm saying? Some people, the people that can get it, because there's other people, again, that can't get it, whether you're working uh, under a different name or, or you're, the way you file your taxes, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's already another, you know, hurdle, right? So, anyway, the 2000 would have been way better. I think it would have gave people more breathing room. There's most of the people that are, there's some people that are behind on rent, Two three months, that's two three thousand right off bat, bro. You know, rent's not cheapest. Rent's not cheap, and I work at a place that is not luxury apartments. It's not even B grade apartments. We'd probably consider ourselves C grade. You know, they're not the nicest looking. It's a good community. You know, mostly Hispanics and just like working people. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's not super fucked up, but it's not super nice. It's I would say low average, and still rent is not cheap. Eight hundred twenty five dollars, bro. So I mean. 600 ain't shit bro you know that's what i'm trying to get at and 
Mitch McConnell, you ugly motherfucker. Fuck you, dude. That dude is so fucking ugly, bro. Mitch McConnell looked like, uh, bro. Like, bro, he real deal. Like, motherfuckers be talking about he looked like a turtle. He sure do look like a turtle. I, the funniest one I think I seen of Mitch McConnell was, uh, there's there's a movie, I think it's called Labyrinth or something on Netflix, where the guy has his hands, the eyeballs on his hands, and he puts them over his head. That's who the fuck Mitch McConnell looks like, bitch-ass dude, bro. Man, he a hoe-ass dude. Why the fuck we can't just have the 2,000? All he had to do was say yes. And the thing about these fucking politicians, bro, is that they be fucking around with the money like, like, it's coming out their fucking pockets. That shit don't even got shit to do with them, bro. That shit not coming out your bank account. Just let it ride. Let the people have the money, bro. You know what I'm saying? They just... Motherfuckers... That shit is a power trip, bro. Just because he knew... He knew that shit was on him, bro. And for him to be able to be like, fuck everybody in this fucking country and do that, bro... Like, that's just a power trip. Like, I bet you people are hating him right now. People probably want to fucking kill him, bro. Because those 2,000... Bro, there's people that are killing themselves every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I talked about... Uh, was it... Did, did I talk about suicide at the beginning of this episode? Or did we crop that out? We didn't do any of it. Not this one. Oh, okay. Wrong day. Oh, okay. Wrong day. Well, anyway, then. Never mind. Um, But anyway, I thought... I, there was, and speaking about suicide, like, there's people who are killing themselves because of financial reasons, you know? Some people, like, talk shit. They're like, oh, wow, like... That's a, that you're a coward, whatever. But it's just like, bro, everybody fights different demons. Everybody has different issues, different problems. So, I mean, you just throw financial shit on top of that, bro. I mean, that shit will be what pushes you over the edge, you know? So, I mean, it's it, it's a fucking crazy fucking time we're living in. And for this motherfucker to be like, nah, y'all don't deserve that money, bro. Fuck y'all. Don't give a fuck about anybody. And people, I know the Republicans love that fool because they're like, oh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, he's a conservative and he'd be on Trump's side. At this point, how the fuck... You cannot tell me that you're not mad at his goofy ass, bro. I don't everybody. The whole country mad at that goofy ass, bro. Even Trump was, I know, sending shots to him. But Trump started this shit, bro. Trump is the one that, you know, got all these motherfuckers going to like, oh, y'all really got more power than what y'all think. Now these motherfuckers are all like becoming who they really want to be. And now they're, they're showing it in their fucking actions in Congress, bro. And that shit fucking pissed me off. And, and yeah, man. So, I mean, they say they're going to go back in the drawing board and try to draw some shit up. But, man... Fuck that. And I don't need none of y'all motherfuckers hitting me up. It's because the Democrats tr- try to sneak shit in. I get all that, bro. I know. Nobody, I'm not out here saying, yeah, the Democrats win. Yes, they're good. Nah, fuck them too. Fuck all of them, bro. Fuck AOC. Fuck Nancy Pelosi, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Fuck the Speaker of the House. Like, fuck everybody. Fuck Joe Biden too, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck about none of them, bro. Like, all them dudes is all just rich white folks that's just getting richer, bro, while we fucking suffer, bro. Fuck the government, bro. All of them. Barack Obama too. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, bro. So 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 that's what it is right now. And I, y'all need to really. What I really would really be pissing me off is that y'all be fucking fangirling over these fucking politicians. Y'all some fucking lames, bro. Just as corny as them white folks look with all that mega shit, all that lame shit. Y'all look just as corny, like sucking Biden dick and AOC. Like it's a lot of girls that like love AOC, bro. Like. I get that. That's cool because right now she is pushing the progressive agenda and, and, and she is like making shit happen. And I'm not saying she's a bad person. I'm not saying that, bro. I'm just saying don't get brainwashed by this girl to where later on in the future she's doing shit that benefit her only. And, and you're just supporting her because, oh, you know, I fell in love with her three, four, five years ago. Fuck that, bro. You got to keep you got to keep your mind clear at the end of this day. Like, yeah, she's fresh into politics, bro. I know she used to be a bartender or whatever. But everybody in this country get greedy, bro. You can't tell me, bro. We're human. We're all flawed. Don't matter how much good shit you preach, 
bro, them pockets, when they start getting fat, your attitude start changing. It start from we the people to fuck the people, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna start, they're gonna make sure they good before anybody else is straight. So I don't want people to get misled by this girl because she is Latina. She look like one of us. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just keep she's a politician at the end of the day. So I hope when she fucks up or if she fucks up, y'all go ahead and check her and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but anyway, I'm not even, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to AOC. She finds herself. I'll definitely hit. Motherfuckers, <laughs> 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 I'll be spitting some real shit and then I'll be fucking it up because I'm retarded. <laughs> the old shit. The, um, anyway, um, man. So let, let's kind of steer clear a little bit. Let me cool the fuck down. I feel like I came in a little hot and shit, bro. Um, Nah, um, so music, music, uh, music is obviously, you know, a big part of our culture. I mean, again, recording out of a recording studio, music is part of our life now. Um, so with albums coming out, specifically this one album, I don't know if you guys are, are you guys Playboy Cardi fans? No. Nah. Fuck a whole lot of red. Fuck a whole lot of red. Nah, so myself, I don't know how people got into him, bro. Like, I, I, I. I okay. The only I mean, obviously, Playboy Cardi got that one song, which the hide it in my sock. That shit was catchy Magnolia, as fuck, right? Yeah. Magnolia, yeah, shit was good. Like, it wasn't good. It was just catchy. It was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But this fucking dude, Playboy Cardi, created this fucking um, cult of white boys. I want to say because honestly, there's no real motherfuckers, black dudes or anything like that that be fucking with. Like, ain't no real motherfucker be like, yeah, Playboy Cardi smacking. No, it's mostly these suburb suburban white kids that fuck with Playboy Cardi, bro. And uh, I've tried, bro, like. So anyway, he's he's created this cult following where every time he's about to drop an album, the whole fucking world is on freeze just waiting for him, right? And I remember when Die Lit dropped, people were super disappointed, but as time went by, they started praising the album and this cult following got even bigger. So then he's been teasing this album for a few years now, which is WLR, which stands for Whole Lot of Red. Um, and he's been teasing it for a minute, bro. And honestly, bro, he got to a point where now I'm checking for the album. You know, for the past few weeks, I'm like, well, is he dropping? Did he not drop? I know that his marketing stuff, like he's a, he 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 does like a character. I want to say this because I know this kid is not like this, bro. When this, I think what it, where's Playboy Cardi from New York? Like I think he's from like he's not. You know what I'm saying this whole he now he's a vampire. He create created this whole persona where his dreads are red. He got the lips pierced. He rock star. You know leather pants, skinny jeans. You know he fucking Iggy Azalea though or whatever her name is. She bad as fuck, bro. But uh, and they got a kid and shit, right? So. Anyway, um, so yeah, this uh, this dude fucking finally get gets cleared for this album by his label. It's uh, I don't know how long it is, but it's pretty fucking long. It's I think it's double digits as far as tracks, twenty something. 20 something. Yeah, so it's so many fucking songs. Yeah, and like I, I I played it. I was like, well, let me see what the fuck is the hype is about, right, bro? And it's like not even to like. Not even like, because uh, I get it when you play a song and you're just not feeling it, but you can see how people like it. Like, oh, you know, I get it. You know, like even even as far as like Lil Pump, you know what I'm saying? Like I get, I'm not going to put my head on into Lil Pump, but I get why people listen to him because it's just like, ooh, ooh. And it's just like, like catchy, you know, it's like, but this dude, Playboy Cardi, bro, it's just like, he just makes noises. He just gets on the mic and it's like, eat. And I'm like, what? You know, it reminds me of like that episode of SpongeBob where Mr. Krabs is the robot, you know, and he's just like, ee. like that's how the fuck Playboy Cardi be sounding, bro. Like, sound like R two D two and shit, fool. Like, I I don't understand how people can listen to this music, like with headphones on. I can get maybe at a concert, 
You know, maybe at a concert and this, maybe the bass is just knocking so hard that you can't do shit but get in fucking, like, get in the wave. <laughs> but, 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 like, this shit, bro, like, you can't just listen to it. Off two or three X, maybe? Maybe, yeah, off two, three X pills and, like, a eight ball of Coke, nigga. Fuck out of here. I'm not, like, I don't know, bro. That shit's weird, bro. That shit's just weird to me. But anyway, speaking about other music, um, one thing that really got my attention, and I wanted to talk about it for a few episodes already, it's just I never really found the the right time to bring it up, but I feel like I want to talk about it. Um, NBA Youngboy, like, when 38 Baby dropped of his first tape is when I first found out about him, um, because obviously, I know he had projects before that, but that was the one that kind of put him over to, uh, you know, mainstream, right? Or not mainstream, but put him on the map. So I'm, I listened to this track, to this, to this tape, and I, I remember listening to it the, the whole way through, and I'm like, damn, this kid got talent. Like, I fuck with this shit, right? Then he ended up blowing up. He did, like, Outside Today, and there's a few different tracks that are good from him. But one thing about NBA Youngboy that I find is, like, his hits, like the songs that be on charts, are real fucking good. Like, or like that shit is like the 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 catchy, the beat is good. Like they just like the melodies are fire, but the shit that's not hits, like the other music, is so fucking garbage. Like, like I feel like NBA Youngboy is an artist that's either a hit or miss. Like literally, like either his song is a fucking hit and it's gonna get hundreds of millions of YouTube plays and it's going to get them platinum plaques or whatever, or it's just some complete bunk, boy. And, and I, again, I can prove it. Like, if you listen to, like, for example, his... And, bro, I'd be thinking, like, okay, that's his last... Like, there's no way he can create another catchy song. And he comes out with another fucking catchy song. I'm like, God damn, this dude... He can make hits, bro. You know, I give him respect. And he's a young motherfucker. Dude's like 19, got like 18 kids. <laughs> Fucking crazy motherfucker, bro. And he's a crazy... Like, NBA Youngboy's one of those dudes you look in the face and you're like, yeah, that dude probably fucking smack a bitch. You know, like, he don't... I like, I feel like his ass, like, he's just... In the head, I feel like he's so fucked up. Like, he'll do whatever. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's one of those dudes that I probably wouldn't, wouldn't want to even get into it with him because you could just tell he a motherfucking crazy motherfucker. There's a lot of rappers you can see right through. You're like... Uh, you you fruity you this you could tell that's a fucking uh, a character but with him I feel like in his eyes you could tell like he didn't really live that life and you know in Baton Rouge shit is crazy like if you know anything about that city is is real like uh, I mean it's the slums you know what I'm saying so shout out to NBA Youngboy but the song um right when I the last I think his last big song was maybe the one with Juice World and I was like okay well he had Juice World on there I don't think he can make a bit a, a record that be more catchy or can top this record right and then he drops Casey Talk. Which is fucking like that song be giving me like I know people are probably tired of that song because it's on the radio all the time or everywhere you look it's there but bro like like just the way he can create the melody and just like new coop you know it's just like we'll play a little clip of the song here on this part new coop take off cause I know these niggas ain't gonna hand that new suit yeah big boss I mean I'm excited to see what the fuck he goes cause I mean he's young he's he's again not even in his twenties or whatever so I'm excited to see if he could be like. I think he would. I think he can be the next Lil Wayne, bro. Like, cause I mean, I know people right now are comparing Lil Baby to Wayne, but Lil Lil Baby's come up is different, bro. Like, people don't realize that Lil ba- Lil Wayne was already rapping for years since he was a shorty to become what he is now, or or even to get up to 2007 Carter Two era or Carter Three era 2009 or 2008. I mean, so 
I think Carter, and then so like yeah, so 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 anyway, yeah, Carter three was when he went super mainstream. I would say Carter three is when he's at little baby's uh, pace right now. But little baby just started rapping, bro. Like he wasn't like I don't know if you guys. I, I like to do homework on rappers and shit, like see where they came from, and especially if I like their music. So the way I got into uh, little baby was because again I was I was fucking with Kevin Gates, and uh, I remember little baby. I, I seen a little baby interview, and he said when he was in prison. All he listened to was Kevin Gates, and he would like write the lyrics and papers and shit. So a, a lot of his early music, he was really inspired by Gates. And uh, anyway, so he got out of jail. He's from Atlanta, same same neighborhood where like P and QC are from, which are the owners of the Quality Control Music label, which is huge in Atlanta. You know, home with Amigos, Lil Yachty, uh, and now you know Lil Baby, obviously City Girls and shit like that. So anyway. Those P uh, P um, that's that's his name not P like piss but P that's his name P the guy of the label he uh, he was forcing little baby to rap he's like come on like he's like I could I could feel like you could rap some hot shit rap some hot shit but finally little baby gets convinced to start rapping fucking drops like a few songs and they become like pretty buzzing in his fucking neighborhood and in the city right so with him being already he had the connection with the label way before he started rapping so it's like you got it made you just need to make a good song the label gonna the label gonna take you to where you need to be and at that point at this point this is probably when Migos was dropping culture number one the first culture so Migos are at the you know bad and bougie top of their fucking prime right so the label's hot right now they got money they can spend money on you if you got what it takes right so little Baby starts putting out freestyle my dog you know those fucking mixtapes that are just like i think it's like too hard harder than ever and then he get the drake feature with the drake feature i mean that shit just shot him the fuck up and now i think little baby is definitely the hottest rapper in the game right now you i don't want i don't want to argue with people you could i mean a, another person that i guess would be an honorable mention would be the baby but people are already getting tired of his flow he's already kind of almost becoming to a, like a meme and i get his shit do slap some of his shit slap but Lil Baby just got the diversity, bro. Like everybody, nobody dislikes Lil Baby. You know what I'm saying? And um, he, 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 I think he, he came up with like Gunna too. You know the Lil Baby and Gunna, uh, uh, what's it called? Collaborations are sick as fuck. But, but definitely Lil Baby passed up Gunna, man. I can't even knock him on that. I do fuck with Gunna a lot. Gunna music just be making me float. Um, you know, Gunna's like the English version of Junior Rache, bro. Like it's just music that be making you float. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, bro. So. So uh so so Lil Baby, you know what I'm saying? He 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 came up extremely fast. Now, like cause cause I get it, if you're a rapper, because like you could compare it to someone like Meek Mill. Meek Mill's been in the game so many years, he's never been as hot as Lil Baby is right now. Like Lil Meek Mill like, had a big fan base, but not not as hot as Lil Baby, bro. Like that dude is just on some other shit, bro. And he's super commercial now. So I'm excited to see where the fuck he goes. And he's right now. But the thing about being this hot this quickly, what I was trying to get at is he can fall off at any moment. Like, like, cause people now have him like his their your expectations are high, you know, as a fan. So he can't really be fucking this up, you know. But I mean, salute to him for getting there, there this quick. But anyway, back to my NBA Youngboy conversation. Youngboy still has years to come, like, to grow, you know? If he stays consistent, and you know he's consistent, that motherfucker drop tape every month, bro. So you, so if he stays consistent, bro, I feel like he's not even at his peak of his career right now. Like, he could get bigger records. And when he start, like, filtrating the music and, for example, drop an album, 
that's like all hits, which I feel like he could definitely do, and let whoever the fuck is his manager or whoever the fuck is clearing his records at at the at the label, because I know they're probably just letting him put out because they know his fans are gonna listen regardless, because he's always like number one on YouTube and shit. Like, cause motherfuckers that listen to him probably can't afford Apple Music and shit. <laughs> it's just be YouTube and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because like that's just the most ghetto shit ever. And every time like we be at my hood homies' houses, they just got the computer and the YouTube on blast, bro. <laughs> yeah, they're like what you want next, bro? <laughs> but anyway, so. Uh, I'm excited to see where the fuck that food goes, you know, like see what the fuck is up with that. But anyway, that was my music conversation of the day. You know, I feel like I, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Now, another uh, another thing I wanted to talk about, this is kind of like, uh, I don't even want to talk about that no more. But I seen a fucking article that uh, Kobe Bryant's wife was getting sued by her own mother, bro, because... She sued her for, uh, here, I got the details right here. Let me talk about it, actually. See, this is how fucking piece of shit people are, bro. Like, like, bro, like, my mom, like, I I feel like she would never do some shit like this to me, you know what I'm saying? But then again, also, I'm not a multimillionaire. My mom probably would sue me. I wish my mom would fucking sue me, bro. I'll call her meat on her ass, nigga. Fucking no, yeah, <laughs> I just kidding, man. Shout out my mom, man. I be talking hella shit about my family on here, bro. Motherfuckers probably be thinking that I hate her for real, bro. Yeah, I just want y'all to know, man, that obviously you guys know when I come into the studio, we come in with a purpose to record a fun episode, not to talk shit, you know what I'm saying? I love my family. My family knows I love them, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is jokes, guys. These are jokes. <laughs> but um, no, so... Um, Vanessa Bryant, obviously, who's Kobe's like high school sweetheart and longtime wife, has like three daughters by him. Uh, she uh, she's getting sued by her mom, uh, for babysitting her own grandkids, bro. For babysitting Kobe's kids, the mom, Pinche Vieja. Oh my god, and I'm, I'm mad, I'm mad she's fucking Mexican, bro. Fuck. Um, but anyway, she uh, she's suing the daughter for how much money? So she, I think it was like, uh, oh. Five million dollars, bro. Um, five. She's suing her five million dollars because she babysitted the kids for eighteen years, and she says she wants ninety six dollars an hour. So this bitch did the math for eighteen years at ninety six dollars an hour. It adds up to five million dollars. That's how she came up with that ridiculous fucking name. Fuck that dumbass lady, bro. How and then, bro, her his her husband just died. Not only her husband, her daughter, young daughter, bro, like. Literally, I mean, yeah, I get it. It was last year, a few months ago. Bro, still, fuck that, bro. Like, what kind of crazy fucking bitch do you got to be to sue your own daughter? Like, I don't even fucking, like, I, I can't wrap my head around it, bro. There's some evil motherfuckers in this world, and I just don't know how the fuck they go about their fucking day and shit, bro. I, that shit, like, that's why I always I always be pro-choice and shit, bro, because motherfuckers, motherfuckers hate their own kids, bro. I can't even imagine living in a world where my mom hates me, like, Fuck that. That's why I be feeling bad. I'm telling you, when I be, when I get money, bro, when I get rich, bro, I'm going to invest in, in, in like, houses and centers where kids who have been, like, uh, you know, physically abused by people, you know, like, uh, you know, whether they were beat or whatever, or, 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 or you know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. Like, I'm going to have a home for them and shit because, man, like, that shit is not fair, bro. Like, people... The kids don't choose to come into this world and shit, and then they got to come into a shithole of a fucking life because you a piece of shit. Fuck you, you know. And there's and that and I get that because there's some parents that like uh, deal with other problems, financial issues, drug issues, whatever the fuck. But though there, in this world, there is people who have money, bro, and still treat their kids like shit. Don't give them shit. Don't buy them shit just because they fucking hate their kids. Like. Maybe they didn't want them. Maybe they're kids by someone who they didn't want to have kids by. But, bro, people really be hating their fucking kids. And I be seeing, like, moms envy their daughters, bro. Like, that shit is real, bro. Like, I, and I feel like that's more common than not, especially with girls. I feel like they're, 
Like, it be getting, like, I know people be joking about, oh, yeah, moms be getting jealous of their daughters. But I feel like that should be true. I feel like some moms be hating on their daughters and shit. And that's some whole-ass shit, real talk, man. So if your mom hate on you, make some motherfucking noise, bitch. Nah, nah. <laughs> Fuck my mama on three. Nah. nah, man, you know what I'm saying? Fuck your mama. Um, <laughs> nah, but... um. Let's uh before 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 uh before I wrap this shit up, man. Uh it is finally uh it is finally um New Year's, you know, twenty twenty one. Got a lot of shit planned, got a lot of shit uh ready to go, obviously, you know. Um but one thing I wanted to, to mention this month is uh the day I think we we have all been waiting for is uh Joe Biden's supposed to be getting inaugurated. I think it's on the twenty first of the month, I believe. It's uh Something like that, right? It's like, I don't know if it's on a third Tuesday of the month or whatnot. But anyway, so he's supposed to be getting uh, put into office, right? So people are still kind of raising questions like, well, what's going to happen? Trump still hasn't gave his, uh, conceded, or hasn't, you know, hasn't conceded or whatever. And he's still in the White House. He's still calling shots like he's the president. He's still on Twitter talking about this shit is rigged. What the fuck is going on? So it's fucking crazy, you know? It's, it's a... Uh, it's almost like watching a fucking novella. You're just waiting to see what the fuck's going to happen. But... I mean, all bullshit aside, I think that he's just like, I, I feel like we're playing a game of chicken to see who folds first, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like, uh, all bullshit aside, when, when the day comes, um, that dude's gonna, Trump's gonna be like, alright, you know what, Like it's, it is what it is, he's gonna quit, he's gonna get the fuck out of there. I don't think that, people think that he's gonna get pers- like uh, uh, prosecuted by the feds and all that shit. I don't think that shit's gonna happen. I think he's gonna go back to living his life. But, uh, but yeah, like it was definitely a fucking crazy four years, you know what I'm saying? Like now we're gonna I feel like again, with the new year it feels like a refresh, like a restart. Maybe we can uh you know what I'm saying, maybe we can all get back on the same page, you know, the racists can go back to hiding and I mean they're getting old and shit, so they're dying off or whatever, you know. But uh but uh <laughs> but uh hopefully Hopefully we can change some perspectives more than anything, because that's the only way we can change this fucking um, this world, bro. Like you can you can do politics all fucking day, bro, and all that talk shit about different people all day. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you gotta sit with those people, the people that really be thinking like that, that be thinking that Mexicans are a certain way or black people are a certain way, and change their fucking mind, bro. So I feel like this year we should focus on changing people's minds, people that you meet, try to change their mind for the better. You know what I'm saying? Like leave off. And I hate. Niggas, they be talking about vibes, this and vibes that, but I feel like it's necessary, bro. Like, um, you know, like our, I feel like the obviously Joe Biden becoming president is not gonna fix all of our issues. We have to do it as people too. So we have to. I, I would, I would probably, you know, I know in this podcast we talk a lot of negative shit, and I be talking hella shit, and I said some dumb shit this episode, but definitely uh, try to educate these people, man, because that's if until you change your mind, bro. These people, they're going to have hate in their heart and, and they're going to be on some whole shit and we're going to have to keep beating their ass with a twisted T. <laughs> Did you guys see that video of the guy fucking that dude up with a twisted T? Bro, that shit was so fucking gas, bro. Like, like <laughs> that shit got to be embarrassing as fuck, bro. Get it put online, get knocked out by a twisted T, bro. Shout out to the guy, uh, twisted TKO, I think it's his Instagram name. Um, I think, I think I'm going to wrap up this episode now. I think uh, I said everything I needed to say and I was sober too, so you can feel the difference from my last episode to this episode and just between you and me i just uploaded a clip on a talk on my shit podcast page and uh you can even see i was just talking to jv about you can even see how geeked i am in the video like i'm playing with my glasses i'm playing with my hat i'm playing with my fucking mouth and shit like it was just 
dark times, bro. And it was only like three, four days ago, but but I'm happy to be out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 ready, bro. Like I'm ready to be sober. I'm ready to get on my shit, bro. So anyway, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's a little bit different than talking shit, but I feel like it was dope, you know, in a way, in its own way or whatever. So thank you guys for supporting me. Um, don't forget record status. Uh, slide through, bro. Hit me up. I got all the all the, all the services we offer, man. I'll give you more details. Raffle coming soon. Also, uh, follow the podcast page, Talking My Shit Podcast. Go leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you listen on Apple Podcasts. Five star, your boy. You know what I'm saying? If I deserve it. Um, I got. I'm gonna have more guests on the uh, this coming year. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the notes coming. I feel like damn, like I, low key, this episode is not like just funny because I didn't have stories, but low key, I feel like I touched subjects that were fucking dope. Like I don't know. I, I I'm happy with this episode for some reason but anyway um thank you guys for supporting me don't stop sharing i see i see all y'all posting me on y'all stories man i fuck with y'all man oh quick little story i was at a for the people that keep sharing this shit i was uh i ordered jimmy johns to my fucking job uh like two three days ago i know they robbed me and shit a few months ago but i'm still fucking with jimmy johns i can't fold on jimmy johns bro so they pull up to my fucking place right and i open the door right some fucking gangster looking dude bald dude he got neck tattoos and shit right he's like what's up dude i'm like what's up man He's like, you know, 13, whatever, right? So I give him a dub, and I'm like, you can keep the change because I'm like, $7 tip. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a big tip, like, for a $13 sandwich, but it was the holiday, so I was feeling generous. I don't know. Maybe y'all be like, oh, that's not even that big of a tip. Fuck y'all, man. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be spending my money on Coke. Anyway, so I give him the tip, but right as I give him the tip, I don't know. I just mentioned the tip just so y'all know I'll be tipping. That don't got shit to do with the story, by the way. But it kind of do because then the dude took the tip, and he was like, hey, aren't you, like, fluffy? And I was like, what? He's like, you're like fluffy, right? And I was like, I thought he meant like I was fluffy, like like I'm fat. And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of fluffy, dog. And he's like, no, nah, like you're the comedian, right? I'm like, oh, I'm not fluffy. I'm not like Gabriel Iglesias, no, but I am a comedian. And I guess I was trying, I got what he was trying to say, right? So I'm like, yeah, I do stand up, bro. Yeah, like I'm, my name's too skinny, right? He's like, yeah, I fuck with your shit, man. He's like, I seen, he's like, I've been to one of your shows and one of my boys took me. He's like, you're fucking funny, dog. And I'm like, I appreciate it, bro. So that's because, uh, you know what I'm saying? Y'all be, be sharing my shit, word of mouth and shit. But anyway, so. So then I felt like happy because I'm like, e, I gave him that seven dollar tip. Now he gonna be like, oh, too skinny, be tipping good. <laughs> so that was the whole point of the story. Not that he recognized me. <laughs> hey man, you guys have a great week. Thank you for everything. I'll check in next week. Hopefully I'm still sober. Have a good week. Bye bye.